0: good evening out there in internet land and welcome to thoughts and traffic i am your host tony spears and this is the show where i turn up my gain just kidding i have a thought usually sitting behind the wheel of my car and um i share it with you fine folks out there all across the world across the internet well I have started on the path of sharing some knowledge based on things that I am uh, currently going through as far as like my transition and things like that. For those that are not in the know, I am, uh, I am currently active duty military and am soon going to be retiring. Well, that entails a lot of things. And one of those things is our subject for today, which is the career skills program. Okay. So I wanted to touch on CSP in like its own episode strictly because CSP is one of those things that like from the outside looking in it, you know, it's one of those things like, oh, it's kind of like a no brainer. It, you know, makes sense to go and do this because it's going to help you out and blase blase. And while that is true, there's a lot of different paths to it and a lot of information out there that maybe isn't like readily transparent or clear when you're first stepping out into the uh, Into the friggin wide unknown That is getting hired, right? And so that's what we're gonna talk about today So I'm going to share some things here. So for my audio listeners I will be describing and linking a lot of the um, resources that i'll be talking about but for those watching this in video you'll be able to follow right along so let's check it out then so the career skills program is designed for soldiers and service members to be able to use a portion of their of the end of their service, whether it be retirement or just normal separation from service to get integrated into a industry and get some time in that industry. So why is this good? One, it gives the soldier time to do probably the most important thing that is that they can do before they leave the army, which is start networking. I know that, you know, the age-old adage is it's not what you know, it's who you know. And that will carry you a bit, you know what I mean? But knowing where to start and knowing where to go when it comes to the people that you can talk to and the people that can help you to kind of get your foot in the door of the, you know, various industries that you may want to become a part of is incredibly important. Um, Now, there's different types of CSPs, three primary types of CSPs. And this is a program that you cannot start until you are six months out from your separation. And there's been some changes as far as like different like rules and the different uh, like left and right limits that you can achieve in CSP. But the primary thing to remember is that it is uh, six, six months out and 90 days. The reason for that is because they don't want people to run too far up to like their terminal leave or like the time when they'll be leaving before their actual like out date. That's a whole nother thing we're gonna talk about in another uh, episode. But trust me when I tell you that most of the time for your local programs and even for some stuff that's a little further away, it makes more sense to, um you know, to have that 90 days, because it, it, gi- it gives you plenty of time. At one point it was 120, they rescinded it and brought it back to 90 days, uh, just recently actually. Okay, so our three types of CSPs, okay? You have your army approved programs, you have the, the DOD or Department of Defense Skill Bridge program, and then you have individual internship, okay? So right now, currently I'm in an individual internship, I basically went to uh, the people that I'm working with and was like, "Hey, I'd like to work with you, and you know, and help you out, and you know, essentially learn learn your trade, so on and so forth." If the person accepts you, there's some paperwork involved, and then boom, you're good to go. Um, the other good thing about CSP before we get too far into the different types is it's a pretty easy sell on the individual internship program, only because it is zero risk to the employer and the reason that is is because you're still getting paid by the army you're I still get my check same as I did before and on top of that you're still covered for things like TRICARE so your you know your medical expenses and everything are paid for so essentially there's no reason that you won't be brought into the internship because at the end of the day you're kind of free labor and that's probably what the, one of the most appealing things for an employer, is you know not having to cut a check. You know what I mean. So, now granted, I am working in the same organization that I that I work in active duty wise, and that's fine. It's still working great for me. Um, but it doesn't mean that you can't go elsewhere to find that internship. So keep that in mind because when you first start looking at CSP, it seems kind of narrow because the, the ones that they want to push you toward are like the skill bridge and to uh, the different army approved CSPs, right? And those all vary from location to location. But if you do the groundwork yourself, you can get into the internship and really broaden yourself out to different, uh, to different industries and different uh, places that you can work. So with that being said, let's uh, look at the army approved CSP programs, okay? All right, so here's the thing to remember. Depending on where you're at, you're going to have different choices when it comes to these, okay? So one of the things to remember is that not all of these run uh, parallel to each other. Like if you're at Fort Bliss, Texas, You've got access to Airstream and the VA, um, SAP, uh, UTI, but you're not gonna have access to like uh, Davis Ullman or GuidePoint, these ones that are only at Fort Belvoir. Okay, now the main thing to remember here is to look for what is in your area. So for me, it would be Fort Campbell. Okay, so I would have access to uh, HBI, Healer transition, uh, the transition to trades, uh, boost to agriculture, all these ones in this list here. And there's a lot. There's basically ones for every major force compost. Okay. Uh, uh, Fort Chavos, formerly Fort Hood, Fort Carson in Colorado, uh, hell, even Detroit Arsenal in Michigan. I didn't even know. Actually, I thought that place was closed down. So <laughs> there's that. Fort Trump, New York, Eisenhower, Georgia. Uh, different ones in Europe, which this is really good too, because a lot of people do uh, transition either uh, just separation or retire out of Europe. So this is actually really nice that, like, you know, you have an opportunity to do this. Uh, Fort Eustis, Virginia, Greg Adams, uh, Virginia, Fort Huachuca in Arizona, Fort Irwin in California, which that's really nice because God knows there ain't nothing else out there. Uh, Fort Jackson, South Carolina, uh, Fort Johnson, Louisiana, formerly Fort Polk. Joint Base lewis McCord, which this one is great because there's a whole lot here. Um, I've been to JBLM Lim uh, station there as a soldier, and I can tell you right now that there is a lot around there in the the Puget Sound area. Just you know, just my experience. I've not been stationed in a lot of places, so it's nice that. You know, you have all these for the CSP, but not only that, you can also really branch out to a lot of things for your internship. There's all kinds of different industry and, you know, everything from like your locally owned stuff to, um, to some huge corporations. I mean, hell man, like, like Nintendo is in Seattle. You could go to, go to Nintendo and be like, I want to be an intern. Like how rad would that be? You could be the uncle that works at Nintendo. Think about that. Um, (laughs) Fort Knox, in uh, Kentucky, which these are some pretty good ones. I've heard good things about uh, the uh, Senior Leader Corps Fellowship, uh, Fort Leavenworth, Kansas, Fort Leonard, Missouri. You, you get the idea. I don't want to, I'm not going to insult your intelligence by reading all these, but it's basically everywhere. Even Rock Island Arsenal in Illinois, and there's nothing there. Rock Island Arsenal is literally a small, like it's a two mile wide island. You know what I mean? Schofield in Hawaii, even off the mainland, all these different places that they just have these openings and opportunities and it's all places that are, you know, that are looking to hire and to get you in. Now, I mean, they're not all, they're not all created equally, right? Like from Fort Stewart, Georgia, you've got Delta, which means you could go into the customer service flight, uh, airline services. You know, they've got, uh, different sales training and stuff like that. Or, you know, Marco's pizza. I mean, it's just, you know, <laughs> I guess some jobs better than no job, but it it's funny to me how, like with some of these, like you recognize it and you're like, wait, what would that be for? And you're like, oh, like UPS, like on-road supervisor internship. I mean, that that would be cool and a great place to get in and everything. And the good thing about this, especially with the, the programs located at the individual post is so much of these are good for a soldier who is like coming out of their first term Of service right maybe they did four years and maybe they don't have a whole lot of experience under their belt they've gotten enough to make the four years worth it but maybe not enough you know to get them into like a managerial position right so what do you do you allow them to look into industries that can either translate over or can get them a foot in the door with different skills especially with a lot of your younger guys like Listen, if I was if I was ten years younger and a whole lot smarter, I would have hopped on this HVAC training in a heartbeat. Like, that's a good trade. It's a, it's a well-paying job in a lot of locations. There's a lot to be said for, you know, the ability to hop from federal service where you've had time to go to college to get skills and things like that, and then to hop directly into a trade. You know, so there's a lot of there's a lot of pros and cons to Uh, which ones you want to pick based on your location but for the most part you know these are these are just readily available and as far as i know i don't know about like limiting space or anything like that but these are available like if you decide that you want to go to galvanize for computer information technology you can do that and i don't know if there's like a limit you know now going over to the skill bridge program this is a little bit different okay this one's different for a lot of reasons, but the primary reason why is because the SkillBridge programs are in various places and have various focuses and you kind of have to look for what you're looking for. Like it says here, looking for opportunities in training career paths, such as medical truck driving information technology, just search those terms to find a DOD SkillBridge industry partner in your career career field or interest. So, this one is good because it allows you to kind of narrow your search on what it is you want to do, but at the same time, give you the ability to kind of pick and choose your location. Not everybody wants to stay in the area where they're exiting the military, right? I mean, I'm not planning on leaving the greater Fort Campbell area after I retire, but realistically, if I was going to, I would probably find a Skillbridge location somewhere I wanted to settle. Like if I was gonna go back to California, or if I wanted to say maybe go down south to like Georgia or Florida, right? It gives you that flexibility. Now you do have to do, again, you have to do a bit of legwork and some searching. It's not quite as easy as like the CSP programs by location, but it still kind of helps you to narrow down your search Without just having to walk into someone's office or place of business and be like, "Hey, I'd like to work here," and then explaining the skill bridge pro the, sorry, the CSP internship program and why it benefits them and you know how it helps you and so on and so forth. That guy's going fast. Um, <laughs> um, but so basically, what the three different tiers and levels of the CSP are is basically different levels of involvement on the service member but based on that level of involvement different um, different ranges of availability and opportunity you know based on your involvement now granted you know if I hadn't decided to do the internship I could have gone to any one of the Skillbridge locations or the other, um, you know, the other CSP paths just based on the Fort Campbell location where I reside. But I wanted to work in an industry that I didn't have available to me just based off that list. Now, if I was looking into getting into a trade, I mean, it's a no brainer, right? But I'm not looking to go that route right now but a lot of people are because they pay well the work is consistent and depending on what you want to get into it can be really fun i mean listen i one of the happiest neighbors i ever had in my entire life was an electrician and he loved his job he he liked the work he liked working with his hands he liked the people that he worked with you know the company he was working for the type of stuff that he did he made good money i mean sometimes it just works out you know now this episode is not a diatribe to try and convince anybody to go into the trades you got to do what works for you right but at the same time the reason that this program works so well and why i i promote it so heavily to service members getting out is because you don't want to start the chapter of your next life while you know after you turn the page on the old one you want to be able to get your foot in the door while you still have that safety net that basically is the army before you have to go and venture into, quite frankly, what is, you know, kind of a scary thing, depending upon what your level of involvement with the military has been. I'm not going to lie to you, I've been doing my job for 20 years. And. The closer I get to my retirement, the more I worry about like am I going to be able to, you know, to transition smoothly to a new job afterward? You know, will I be able to provide the same way that I have for the past two decades? Will I still be able to have, have that stability? Now, obviously the answer to that is yes and no. Yes because I'll do whatever it takes to provide for my family, but no, maybe not in the same way or right away. You know what I mean? But because of a program like the career skills program, I'm able to have a better chance of making that transition smoothly without, you know, having to freaking be without a job for a couple weeks or a month. You know what I mean? It's very much a, a it, it's just, it's nothing but a huge benefit to the service member. And I feel like its praises are not sung enough in all of the different aspects of the transition process that that soldiers go through. Don't get me wrong, there are a lot of other really important parts of the transition process you know between actually getting your records together, making sure that you know all of your medical stuff is taken care of as far as like you know disability or making claims to the VA, just the the lifestyle change that you have to prepare for, all those things are really important, 100%. But not everybody is going to come out of the army or retire from the army making a livable wage just from their pension. I'm not. My, man, don't get me wrong, I'm not gonna sit here and complain, like my is gonna help me out with a lot of things. But I'm also, going to have to work it's just the reality of life you know what i mean it's 2024 it's it's rough out there for everybody but uh uh, a program like the career skills program helps to kind of ease that that transition and to you know to give you a more proactive approach to the next phase of your life and that's really it. I know this is an incredibly short episode, and I don't want to belabor the point. I could go on anecdotally um, about so many things when it comes to CSP about like how how incredibly important it is to properly utilize your time. Like, don't just don't just sit there and dick around on your phone and be that dude waiting to be told something. Because that's what you did in the army. And now, don't get me wrong. Listen, uh, soldiers have every right to sham. Because sometimes the bullshit just keeps rolling and it never stops. So sometimes when you got, you know, 10 minutes to just sit in a, you know, sit by yourself and maybe BS and like not be in the fray of things. Yeah. Like, get your sham on, brother. But at the same time, the most important thing that you can do in these programs, whether it's the... The location specific CSP um, opportunities, the DOD skill bridge or the internship, make the most of your time. I've been working in a public affairs office with the hospital that I am assigned to for the better part of two months. And I have been constantly go, 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 go. And I have been learning a lot. I have uh, made some really good friends. and you know, done a lot of networking, I've, uh, got to experience a lot of aspects of that job that I wouldn't be able to really experience as, you know, someone from the outside looking in or just getting their feet wet. You know, I, I came in and they just kind of threw me into the fray and I was game for it. And because of, you know, because of previous experience and just the way that I operate and everything, I have been able to kind of take the lessons that i have learned from being active duty and applied it to this position where i i am i am a natural self-starter and so when i see the opportunity to do something or just to be proactive i take it and i've i've worked on a lot of really cool projects now and gotten to really impact that mission and it's been great and even if this doesn't translate into a job or a position, I feel like the references and letters of recommendation that I will get from this will definitely help me it like probably greatly in um, actually pursuing a career and transitioning that into a position afterward. So basically what I'm saying is don't half-ass it, whole-ass it. (laughs) When you go into your CSP, Um, and your, uh, different internship or, uh, skill bridge opportunities, make the most of it, make the most of it and try and leave a lasting impact, make them wish they could have kept you on. That's the, that is what I have learned from my internship now is almost every day. The director that I work for tells me that she like, she will literally move heaven and earth to keep me on there and i'm hoping that she's right i'm i'm hoping that we can work something out to where i can stay on there full time afterward and continue that work because not only do i like the work that i'm doing and like the people that i'm working with but this is literally what i want to do when i get out (laughs) when i grow up i want to work in pr and so i want to you know make the most of this and hopefully leave hopefully make enough of an impact to where they do want to keep me on And that's probably the best advice that I can give when it comes to someone going into their career skills program. Don't look at it as just, you know, 90 days to sham or an opportunity to just kind of like, you know, get away from your unit or whatever. That's what schools and freaking and leave and long weekends are for. When you go into the CSP, you need to look at it as probably the single most important thing that you will do in your time in the military. Because once it is over, your time in the military is probably going to be two, and the last thing you want to do is be caught with your pants down and not have maximize that experience yeah that's really that's really that there are a lot of different uh there's a lot of different parts of the process when it comes to applying for CSP your command is involved they have to sign off on things um, there there's a whole packet that you have to get but the career uh, career skills program office which should be on all of those posts that were listed right whether it's Fort Campbell or Fort Bragg uh, pardon me Fort Liberty uh, Benning Huachuca doesn't matter where you are there should be a CSP office and they should be able to give you the information that you need and probably the most up-to-date information I know there have already in the two months I've been in my internship, there has been a lot of changes to the program. And so it definitely benefits you to get the most up-to-date information, to get everything that you need in line so that you can make it easy, start as early as you can, and really, really maximize and make the most of the time you've got there. Because regardless of what anybody tells you, 90 days flies by like that. It's just gone, man before you know it, it's like, oh snap, like I'm getting ready to out process and go on terminal leave and that's it, I'm gone, that's it, time's done. So that's what you gotta look at. But that is basically it for this week for Thoughts and Traffic. Um, again, I kinda wanna do this series of like more to the point informational and what I feel like are topical and important um, things that people transitioning in the military or just in the military in general should know, and not everything is gonna be about getting out of the army. There are, definitely, um, <laughs> there are definitely some lessons I would like to impart that can help people that want to stay in, um, strictly because in the past 20 years, the only thing that I have actually been good at is being a soldier and a dad for the most part. But <laughs> I like to think that I have at least some kernel of wisdom to impart on either present or future service members. And I feel like probably one of the biggest injustices that I can do to an organization that, while it has taken a lot, has also given a lot. One of the greatest injustices that I can do is to not share that information, to try and make a service member's time in the military either easier or just more fulfilling and, and fruitful. So yeah, that's what we're doing. So once again, I wanna thank you very much for watching. Remember, you can uh, you can reach us over on SpeakPipe. Um, link will be in the description. Remember, you can leave us a uh, voicemail there and I will listen to and or respond to it here on this here show. So definitely become part of the conversation, a part of the community, a part of maybe you have some uh some knowledge that you would like to impart that maybe I don't know, or maybe something that I missed um, i'm I am not the repository of all things army in fact i am <laughs> I have <laughs> less than most more than some, mostly through trial and error when it comes to knowledge so. Take that for what it's worth. But also you can check us out and all the other great shows that we have going on over at Blind Knowledge. And you can find us on all the various socials, uh, Twitter, Instagram, all at just look up Thoughts in Traffic and you'll find us. But that is going to do it for this episode. Again, I hope this was useful and imparted some knowledge. Um, but yeah, that is it. Thanks for watching. Have yourself an awesome week and have a good one. Bye-bye. you're listening to right now is a featured blind knowledge podcast.